0: Welcome back to Get Up Podcast episode 49, or 50, I don't know, do you, do you know why? Because I forgot to save the audio file for this week's podcast, duh, oh my god, fuck me, right? When you forget things, it's cause you're smoking weed! <laughs> I have a guest today who has just laughed openly, <laughs> before the intro, but it's okay, so, <laughs> what we have here is we have the man himself. I have worked with him now once. <laughs> we have known each other for days. <laughs> um, and I'm going to get to know him on the podcast because I have enjoyed collaborating with him. He's got a great energy. Thank you. I enjoy his energy a lot. He, he's, just, he's, got, he's a very tasteful individual. And I respect his work a lot. Jovi just showed me samples of it, and I'm like, man, that guy's really cool. Working with him, that would be like a dream. But today, the dream comes true. We have him right here. Joey Lopez, everybody.
1: Hello, thanks for having me. This is, that boosted my ego. Um, i been watching myself <laughs> here, and it looks like I'm in a tiny sidecar on your motorcycle. <laughs> and I really, I was like goggles and a scarf flying behind you. Like, I'm what's the The evil dog, the Russian one. The, the Russian uh, evil uh, dog. Uh, Bull, Bullwinkle, the Moose. <laughs> <laughs> Rocky and Bullwinkle. What? Rocky and Bullwinkle!
0: Everything you just said to me was gibberish.
1: No, that was. All- <laughs> when I told you. Rocky the and evil Winkle, dog. So okay. There's Rocky and Bullwinkle, the squirrel, the flying squirrel, and the moose. They, okay. they talk to each other. Ro-
0: okay, so, so the squirrel is who? Rocky. Rocky? He flies. Okay. I think. Okay.
1: And Bullwinkle's the moose. Okay. And they, their enemies are th- are three Russians. Uh, one's like I'm sorry, a, where,
0: what's, what's the country of origin for this?
1: Uh, it, it might be Canadian, Canadian, it's probably American. Okay. I, yeah.
0: This has, ch- this has changed my perspective on this. And Continue. There's,
1: there's three evil Russians. There's a little man, uh, a tall, sexy femme fatale type woman, and okay. a, a, a dog that laughs. Oh, the only thing he does is laugh. And okay. He rides in their sidecar when they chase after Rocky and Bullwinkle and doing dastardly deeds. Okay. Yeah.
0: So they're like a crime-fighting team?
1: Yeah, yeah, so okay. they like get up to adventures and then s- things happen like rescue heroes. You... <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> but none of them are cops or firefighters. So it's squirrels. <laughs> squirrel
0: so not actually like rescue heroes at all.
1: No, but there's but what it is is a TV show much like Rescue Heroes, so it follows a similar format and structure. You know. What
0: channel was this on? Was this on like a like a it, like a children's network or was this for yeah, adults?
1: It was like a children's show because it was it was on. Like, it was like, oh, it was Hanna-Barbera type shit. So it was, like, on a channel that you normally wouldn't go to. Yeah. And it was, uh yeah, it was, like, for kids from, like, the 60s and, and 70s. And uh, they remade it, like, made a live-action movie of it, like, 10 years ago, I What think. the shit? There's a lot. <laughs> they they of just decided to bring lo- it back. It's like, hey, hey, all you old people. Yeah. Like, do you remember this? And yeah. they're like, oh, I
0: remember this.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, I think what happened was that everyone saw how great Looney Tunes back in action did. Okay. with Brendan Fraser, everyone, you know, that's... Steve every everybody who was in it Steve was in it Martin, mm-hmm. and it did great right mm-hmm. it, it was like a, a biggest movie of that year mm-hmm. so they did the exact same thing with Rocky and Bullwinkle <laughs> and nobody saw it <laughs> <laughs> kind of makes sense yeah because who the but fuck but it could be good it could be good it could be yeah. I don't know I watched it I don't yeah. remember it it was a long time ago mm-hmm. yeah
0: so recently um mm-hmm. what you did watch was the Snyder Cut I did. right so, yes. so this is something that has recently come out there's mm-hmm. been a lot of press mm-hmm, about yeah. this i've been very curious as to like how this could potentially differ from its original original version yeah um and now i have someone who has finally seen it because i don't know if i want to put in four hours of my time to do that i did it for you uh
1: i did it for you did it for a lot of I, us I right did it now for the, the, good of, the good of man <laughs> for the people uh, this is for the people well you want to know how it differs from the original i wish i could tell you because i did not watch the original <laughs> i've read everything about it i know enough about
0: it so get this I've watched the original, and no, I probably right. remember less of it than you actually do yeah, from not completely. watching it.
1: It was so, it was so I forgettable! It do, I didn't see it. I didn't see it at all. Batman vs. <laughs> Superman burned me, and I can never go back to, to anything. So I, but I, I wasn't even down. willing
0: to go in with those. I wasn't even willing to go in.
1: Right, and So I sat down, and I watched four hours of it. Three hours in, I forgot everything that happened before. <laughs> <laughs> I, to I, be fair,
0: to be fair, if, if I watched The Irishman... Yeah. If you asked me what happened 20 Mm. minutes in, couldn't tell you. Couldn't tell you. But what I could tell you is I kept watching.
1: Yeah. See, that's the thing with this. I kept watching. Mm -hmm. I kept watching the whole time. And it, it, it was, it was, it was, it was stupid. Mm-hmm. It was a stupid movie. Mm-hmm. Well, it's not okay, a good in, movie. In,
0: in all honesty, though, like, superhero movies can get pretty stupid if you, like, yeah. if you put them, like, in a nutshell format. Like, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, Iron Man dies, and then the guy gets the thing and does the thing. Yeah, <laughs> you know?
1: it's like, but I think... <laughs> <laughs> like, but
0: you can sum nothing. up any story to be, like, dumb, you know? It's yeah. like, 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 okay, what's, what's something super interesting that's happened recently? In the world? In the world.
1: The, um... There was that video of the, the aerobics dancer in Malaysia dancing mm-hmm. while the coup was happening behind okay. her. That was really cool.
0: So how to, how to put that in a nutshell. Okay, basically some lady was like dancing while Jeeps were behind her.
1: Yeah, that sounds fucking <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's that kind of thing. Okay. Yeah, you want, it's like remedial English explanation. Yeah. Of, yeah. So, so Snyder Cut. Yeah. Um, what do you remember? <laughs> it's, oh, Batman's fuck. Whoa. Cyborg says fuck. I'm sorry, what the fuck? Batman says fuck to Joker. Wow. Batman says to Joker. <laughs> <laughs> he, just, he takes Joker, looks
0: in the eye, he's like, fuck you. Yeah,
1: no, no, <laughs> dude, what do you said, they have this long conversation where Joker's talking about killing Robin and being like, hey, why did you let a young boy come to me? <laughs> and Batman says, when I was holding Harley Quinn in my arms, the last thing she said to me was, I need to fucking kill you. Oh my God. And Joker just goes, ah. <laughs> <laughs> it's just it's the dumbest it's, so it's, 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 it's a
0: bunch of dream scenarios it it's a like. fever
1: dream it's, okay. a, f- watching it's that a fever dream of like nerd like paradise not only paradise. is that a scene that happens it's a scene that doesn't hold any it's not a part of the movie it's a, it's a dream sequence mm. that is part of a future a, that happened in someone else's dream <clears> sequence that happens at the end of an epilogue that lasts 45 minutes.
0: So they can do anything. They basically set the scenario Dude, for them to do anything
1: that they want. The, so it's set up in chapters, like mm-hmm. six parts. And they all have their little names. And okay. sometimes the character will say the name of that chapter. It's fun. Um, chapter like, it's, one. Batman kicks Joker's ass. Yeah. It's (laughs) it's cool. Zack Snyder and it's like written in graffiti. (laughs) By
0: um, the way, fuck you, society. (laughs) Yeah,
1: yo, dude. That society line that they advertise with the Joker, they're like, hey, Joker's in this. He says, we live? society mm-hmm. and then it's not even in the movie
0: so what the fuck they just had that for the trailer just and had they just it. put don't put that in Zack
1: snyder reported like really excitedly that i was like oh yeah jared leto he ad-libbed that he improvised that. <laughs> yeah he, i did yeah read it's, that yeah There's all this hype right <laughs> and, then, and then and then and then so the
0: payoff was nothing
1: yeah payoff was absolutely nothing but the <laughs> funny thing is that i think i'm really hard about how jared leto thinks a lot yeah because <laughs> he's such a weird guy he's, he's a
0: very strange he guy he has
1: like a cult he mm-hmm. has like a church and things. He's very full of himself. thinks he's really, really cool. He wore like a bulletproof vest in a music video. So you know he thinks he's like really sick. Yeah, he thinks um, he's bulletproof. He thinks he's bulletproof. <laughs> Yo, okay, okay. So um, speaking of bulletproof
0: vests, yes. I remember when Golf Wang came out with the with the bulletproof vest mm-hmm. vest. Mm-hmm. I think someone had to stop me from getting that. Yeah, I wanted that because
1: he would have looked really. Cool.
0: I would have looked cool, but stupid. Stupid, like very really stupid, just walking stupid. around. I'm fucking bulletproof, by the
1: way. Yeah, like, that's how that it's, it's like you're. It's wearing a tuxedo T-shirt. It is. <laughs> you just walk around like ladies. Do, do you remember those pants that had like stitched in boxers that would come up? What the do you fuck? Know do you no No. You ever see those? I knew kids like in my school, elementary school, that would have like. It wouldn't be their actual boxers riding up. It was Mm. pants with the top To be fair, that was cool
0: back then. Showing the boxers? Yes, but it was
1: just the waistband of the boxers stitched (laughs) (laughs) into jeans to look like your boxers are riding up when they're not real. By the
0: way, my boxers aren't 10 feet up my asshole, baby. They're just the pants.
1: That's the first pair of underwear. (laughs) There's more underneath.
0: Peel the layers of the onion. (laughs)
1: Yeah. (laughs) Do you want
0: to peel this onion, baby? (laughs) I think your Shrek came out. He's like, like, I have layers like Shrek, you want to peel this onion, it's, baby? Yeah,
1: it's 2004. <laughs> These pants let's, are selling Let's, let's go into show.
0: 2004. <laughs> let's These, go into fucking... I need yeah. water.
1: These oh pants are selling just as fast as tickets of Shrek are. <laughs> it's, it's the two things that met. It was the one thing that happened in 2004 that makes up that whole year is pants with the waistband of boxers sewn into it, and Shrek came out. Did Shrek... Jovi, what year did Shrek come out? Can you Google that? Because I don't know. What
0: the fuck year did Shrek we have jamie we have hey jamie pull that
1: shit up what was it 2001 Sh- 2001 same year as 9-11 you want some water? yeah sure please. We smoke weed? yeah we got really stoned wow so 2001 is when shrek came out so maybe it's shrek 2 this guy's shrek 2 he's been in it for three years now it's a part of the the it's a cultural icon uh, thank you this cup so tips over easily okay i'll hold it You've <laughs> been warned. <more>. thank you <laughs>
0: Because sometimes I give people stuff that they can tip over easily, Mm -hmm. and I don't tell them. Yeah. And they tip it over, I'm like, idiot. But, like, if I warn them, (laughs) I feel like I won't have that reaction anymore. It's
1: the automatic assumption that they know what you know? Yeah, yeah.
0: Oh, we do that so much. We just like As think assume. everyone knows everything we
1: know. Yeah, yeah. Guys yeah, assume. So yeah. if people don't know what I know. I automatically think they're an idiot. And that, I myself that's how me. you
0: know how, how self centered human beings are. Like because mm. we we live in our own universe that we've like made for ourselves inside our own heads. Yeah, you know? yeah. We are we are so like we we see the world and that is our understanding. It's like we we're radiating our understanding onto everything. Little do we know, there are other things radiating understanding back to us.
1: Yeah it's, well, yeah, it's it's like you can't perceive yourself how other people perceive you, so you perceive the world in a different way, but people perceive you perceiving the world differently. Exactly. <laughs> it's too much. Yeah, like I'm you not...
0: can you can never understand someone's perception of you because like you're just like cre- like you're making like a like a perception mirror. It's like a prism. Bing, bing. Yeah. It's like
1: that episode of uh, Magic School Bus when they go on the pinball machine and they go through the prism and become white. And oh my God! Did you
0: just drop the Magic School Bus? Yeah. Because oh that, that
1: episode's fucking amazing. It's, it's. They get shot into that, and they become like every spectrum of like emotion. And like we're about to
0: it. go down memory lane, man. Yeah. Yo. Okay. Two memories. I have two distinct memories with Magic the School Magic School Magic the School Bus. Magic the School Bus. <laughs> <laughs> I have two distinct experiences with Magic the School Bus. <laughs> Magic Johnson's peanut. <penis. laughs> no, no, because it, no. it delivers the kids. It does deliver right. the kids. Yeah. And nope. But um. <laughs> does it oh is that bad to say yeah, um no. well <laughs> find out later if that was the wrong thing to say <laughs> but <laughs> um magic school bus so the first time i ever tried to do stand up actually second time second time technically but i regarded as my as my first uh-huh. um jovi and i had just moved into our place here
1: mm-hmm.
0: all of our stuff was in a pile in the center we took acid and went for an adventure <laughs> okay. instead of like unpacking things. Amazing. Okay. So so we had a great adventure. It was a grand adventure. It was full of schemes and yeah. and learning mm-hmm. and, and emotion and just funness. Like we went to the beach and just like did flips in the sand. <laughs> and like we fucking like we went for an adventure through the forest and we found slugs and we're like, whoa maybe life's different than we thought. <laughs> it's like, there's just, there's so many funny moments during that acid trip. Okay. We we're on the beach and we saw these chairs and uh-huh. they had, they had wheels on them. We we're like, Oh cool. Like are these like vehicles that you can rent? We're like, wow, these, this kind of remind me like, like a tricycle that I had when I was a kid. I used to like rip and roll around this bad boy. And like, we're, we're just kind of examining it. And a lifeguard comes out and she's like, Hey. And then we turn and we're like, Hey, h- how much for one of these things? <laughs> And then she was she's basically like, "Your legs." Because <laughs> it turns out, uh, it's it's like a tool that you can, you like anybody who has a wheelchair or oh. is like in some way physically disabled. Yeah, they can hop on those, and you can roll them onto the beach, so they can enjoy the beach like the rest of yeah. people do. Oh,
1: that may, I never thought about that. I know, right? So I mean, she told you it was it would cost. Like, no, she explained.
0: Walk. She explained what oh, okay. the chairs were, but in a nutshell. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> she yeah. said. She said it's going to cost you legs you know yeah <laughs> so a lot of learning mm-hmm. in that acid trip a lot of learning um, and then at the tail end of that i found out um, that my one of my friends that i decided to start doing stand up with he was going to go and try and get on the show I'm at a school bus uh no <laughs> <laughs> he was going to try and get on onto a comedy show that right, night right so we um we showed up mm-hmm. at, after this like i'm still kind of finishing up my acid trip mm-hmm. um and one of the comedians there and he actually wasn't even, even a comedian. He just hung out with the comedians and told jokes and wrote things down. Oh, cool. Um, turns out he was an animator on Magic School Bus. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's so this fucking is, crazy. Yeah, so he okay. was he was one of the guys that created it and that's a fucking trip for me. For, for Ooh, one thing, fuck. I'm on acid, yeah. right? Oh, yeah. And then for another thing, I loved Magic School Bus when I was a kid. Yeah, if they, when, when they would shrink or like go to a haunted house or, or the, like
1: went inside that kid that one time. Yeah, remember they went into his knee. When you
0: think about it, kind of creepy. To, to it's to a cure, teacher wanting to go inside a kid. She but, go inside him. <laughs>
1: but she did to, to cure his cold. She had good intentions. She said, yeah. I, if you let me inside you, I can cure you." Yeah, yeah. Let her, her can, love inside. I you. can save you. Yeah,
0: that she is set true. Me free. The the children just like trust Miss Frizzle like undeniably. She's they, like she's
1: like go jump across that bridge. It's fine. They're like I got. Dude, Arnold does not fucking trust Miss <laughs> Frizzle w- at all. No.
0: I, I barely he, remember the names of the kids. Like I'm getting mixed up with is, hey Arnold now. Arnold
1: is that fucking little ginger kid who's like, I should have stayed home from school today. Right, right. And he, he fucking doesn't trust anybody. Yeah. He wants to fucking just stay in school. He just wants to fucking go to school. And they take him to Pluto and he fucking dies. What? Dude, he fucking- <laughs> he, Yeah, Joey's eyes are like popping out of his head. Dude, <laughs> Okay, you YouTube, Arnold fucking dies. What the fuck? So Arnold takes off Is at on Pluto. He's like, he's fucking sick of it. He's sick of all this frizzle shit, everyone shit. He's like, I want to go home. This sucks. And he's like, I'm, I'm done. And he takes off his helmet. Well, they're on Pluto. And they're mm. like, Arnold, don't do
0: that. You can't breathe in space, then, Arnold, if you listened. And then
1: his head freezes. <laughs> And it just cuts to commercial. Like, Arnold just fucking dies. Wow. Just freezes. And then it cuts back, and everyone's screaming. And they bring him on the bus, and they, like, defrost him and fix him. But he just, like...
0: Did he have, like... What was he, like, kind of, like, re Like, he was, like, reintegrating with life after that a little bit? Was yeah, he like that?
1: He, no, he was just, like, completely... Yeah, he just came back. He just, like, woke wow. up. Like, he was like, oh! Wow. Yeah. And that <laughs> stuck with, that's the one that stuck with me my entire fucking life. What like, lesson did that I teach you? I watched that. I was four years old. I... I Nothing! <laughs> <laughs> Wait, it's it's- like, I- what, what, where am I going to find myself in, 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 in some kind of area, zone of danger, where I'm going to be like, if I remove an article of clothing, I will die here. Like, I don't, what, if I, do I, do I listen to the teacher no matter what? Is it, when you're fed up, oh. don't, this. Is there an
0: environment like that on earth, where if you take off an article of clothing, you will die? Instantly
1: die. Yeah. Like, is it like on, yeah, like,
0: maybe like, Calgary like, on a cold day.
1: Yeah. No, yeah. Isn't yeah. Like, yeah, on the prairies. So did you,
0: did you, did you have that when you were a kid? Because no. in Calgary- we had days where it was like so cold that like you shouldn't spend a whole lot of
1: time outside. Yeah, you'll like like you like freezing. Like you, you could that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. No, dude. I'm from I'm from here. I'm from Vancouver. So, like, how, what's like the nastiest winter that you've been through? That we got like
0: a couple of feet of snow.
1: Like we got okay. maybe like three feet of snow. Nice. And that was a lot for us. I mean, mm. it was insane. Like that's. We, I think that's a lot for anywhere. It's a lot. But, but that happened like two times ever. Okay. Like, I had a trampoline in my backyard as a kid, and it reached the trampoline, and we were like, Wow, snow's high! But that's but most of the time here, it's rain, Mm -hmm. it's just so it was never like nothing. No, and we never had any, the environment never was out to get us, Mm -hmm. and we never were were forced to go to school because Mm -hmm. of the environment. Mm -hmm. Though, I think the only time I ever struggled getting to school was when I was 13, I broke my leg, and I had to walk on crutches to school every day.
0: You broke your leg doing what? Rugby.
1: Rugby I played rugby. I'm f- at 13. 5 foot 7. So at 13 <laughs> I was probably 7 inches shorter. Yeah. And I was <laughs> playing rugby and I got tackled by two normal-sized dudes mm. going opposite direction, oh! and, my, and my knee just like, I blacked out. That happened to my brother. Out. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. yeah.
0: He got he got <laughs> sliced in half.
1: Oh, yeah, that, yeah, and my knee, just like, all the tendons just ripped, oh. I blacked out. I, I woke Rugby's up. Rugby's got the
0: craziest dude, injuries.
1: Absolutely, I cannot play sports again, and it's why I'm here today. As an, <laughs> <laughs> <as> an, <laughs> I'm not even kidding. As an artist, I- And I will I, never
0: enjoy life like I did before.
1: No, I can no longer skateboard. <laughs> I can't really? do this yet. Yeah, you can't even skateboard? My knee, I couldn't bend my knee, my leg all the way for like six years. Yeah. So I just started uh, writing and making films. Wow. Because I was high on painkillers and I made that decision. (laughs) I was like, I'm going to just do this. I'm going to write. I'm going to write now. I'm going to make art. Wow. Just because I got high for the first time.
0: Wow! Yes,
1: <laughs> that does to you at 13 years old. You
0: got you got the the taste like the the universe sprung a leak and yeah. you got a taste of the everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I tasted early. Yeah,
1: I I I, I peaked. You ta- too early. you
0: you drank from the fountain of, of like yeah I drank weird the nectar, inspiration, the sweet
1: ambrosia of the gods. Yeah, I had a drop of it on my tongue. Don't
0: have too much, kids. Yeah,
1: and then, <laughs> I, didn't get, then I didn't get high again until I did shrooms when I was 20. And then really was like, I'm going to pursue this. Yeah. Because, yeah, I did, like, first time I did at So do you feel like,
0: do you feel like drugs have opened you up to creativity?
1: (laughs) Yeah. Not like, it's not like something I'm like, oh, I need to take this to be creative. Yeah. It's just like, I did them, and because I experienced, it was such a brand new experience that it made me more creative because it inspired me to create things. And, like,
0: you you understood that there was more experiences than your own.
1: Yeah. Oh, completely. Like, last, I haven't, like, had a, a psychedelic trip in quite some time, but, like, two years ago when I did, I took something called MDA.
0: M D A so yeah, that's, it's, that's 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 like M D M A Minus the M. Yeah. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Mm. Uh, It's it's, uh, like a psychedelic derivative of MDMA. So you get like the awesome super happy high of MDMA Mm -hmm. but get the trippiness of acid. Whoa. And it hits you like a fucking, like it doesn't, there's no come up. It just hits you. Whoa. And it happened to me. I was at a meteor shower in Squamish camping for my friend's birthday. That's a beautiful place. And we found a random rave happening in the forest. What? We we met some wandering Spaniards (laughs) who took us there. And, we found, and it was all these lights, and I was standing in the middle of it, and I was having a conversation with my friend, and halfway through it, it just suddenly hit me. Whoa. And I had to stop him, because I was like, hey, man, this is a great conversation, but I'm higher than I've ever been in my life. I may
0: need medical help.
1: I just, <laughs> the whole sky looked like circuits, like motherboards, circuitry, yeah. like inside <laughs> of a computer. Uh, I, me and my friends got really fucked up and found a spider and took pictures of it, made a spider shrine in the sand <laughs> with Polaroids.
0: Jovi and I have made spider and, shrines. Yeah, we
1: made a massive spider shrine mm. and then we set the pictures on fire and then <laughs> I laid in the dirt for hours. Just, wow. Yeah, and that was great. And that made me really go like, oh, no, I want to go home. I feel so rejuvenated from having such a like, ridiculous experience that now I want to be creative and use this like newfound energy that it gave me. So mm-hmm. it's not really like, oh, what I see is what makes me creative. It's mm-hmm. just what I experience makes me want to be creative because mm-hmm. I just see that everything is so pretty and fun
0: that story reminds me of when you're traveling and just anything can happen yeah like have have you have you traveled a lot
1: uh not much until recently like last actually literally right before the pandemic happened it was like the most traveling ever did okay for a month across the u.s so where did you go um everywhere we went uh i was like seattle portland la Mm -hmm. uh phoenix went to nashville Mm -hmm. um new york uh, Whoa, big cut. New <laughs> so York. Yeah, we went up. <laughs> nope. Dude, that was a big one. I can't remember. Oh, okay, mm. Uh Philadelphia. We went to, man, I'm trying to remember. Did you go to Florida? No, we didn't go to Florida. We yeah. did not go, we didn't go close to Florida. We it's not around. an essential experience. We did like a circle. We did yeah. like a circle around mm-hmm. around the U.S. So that was, yeah, and it was exciting because, yeah, because you never knew, because it was like every day we were in a different city. Mm-hmm. Like the most. So, yeah. like,
0: you did a U. Yeah. Um, In 2017, mm-hmm. I did, I went, eh, <laughs> eh. <laughs> oh, it <was> zigzag. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I did a zigzag. So, um i judged the parkour competition in flint michigan cool then i hitched a ride with one of the other judges Mm -hmm. to denver yeah um and i went through like kansas and stuff stopped in chicago um and then from denver i met up with another couple guys they were on tour Mm -hmm. and i toured with them all the way to new jersey sick yeah uh no sorry um philadelphia to philadelphia yeah philadelphia then we went to New York, flew back to England. Oh, okay. Yeah. Holy shit. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's crazy. That was a fucking crazy travel that's route. So, so I thought that I was going to be traveling for five days. I ended up traveling for like four to five weeks. That's fucking awesome. Ended up in England. How that feel? It what was. Do to you? Uh, changed me as a person. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's a. It was a formative experience. Yeah. It was like. Uh, it was it was at such an interesting point in my life because I had Mm -hmm. just achieved a big time parkour goal for myself. Okay, cool. Um and and so I was kind of I was wondering like what was next for myself. Mm -hmm. And then I ended up touring with this team that I looked up to an equal amount to the Mm -hmm. other team that I worked with. Um and I I ended up just like I I felt like I had um I don't know, we just clicked immediately Mm -hmm. and I, I had been watching their YouTube videos for so long. I just kind of blended in with the jokes and stuff. Yeah. Um, and like that just made me realize all of the hard work that you put into something, including like networking and doing all that. It gets you places. Yeah. Like it, it gave me a very real example that like hard work pays off. Totally. Sooner or oh. later, that shit's gonna pay off, dude, in, hard, in crazy way. I,
1: I, hard work always trumps talent, in mm-hmm. in, in, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. I've seen that happen countless times. Mm-hmm. Like,
0: like, what is what is, what is talent to you? Like what, what? What does that mean?
1: I think talent is is like having a natural ability to be good at something. Mm-hmm. It's like you kind of something you like someone who can just like like up. a ge,
0: like a genetic advantage or something like that. Something or like that, or just
1: something in you. You're just yeah. like naturally and part of your spirit. Yeah, 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 something like that. Like like people who just pick up a guitar and just mm-hmm. by listening to other songs can learn. Yeah, just because they have this the right kind of hearing or they have the right kind of pitch mm-hmm. that they're able just to figure that out. And that's mm-hmm. natural talent. Mm-hmm. And I, but I think it also goes on to like execution. Yeah. So I feel like talent is like I like creativity plus hard work plus execution kind of equals talent. So I think mm-hmm. hard work goes into talent. Yeah. So I think it takes, because that's dedication mm-hmm. too, right? And I feel like you need a lot of dedication but you're a hard worker and I feel like that to be talented you have to have all those things. So what are
0: you dedicated to currently? Like um, what's what are your like leading dedications in your life?
1: Oh man, just uh, right now biggest dedications is like dedicated just making different kind of films. I'm trying to change up style so i'm trying to, i'm trying to kind of revitalize everything i do mm-hmm. artistically mm-hmm. i'm trying to so what
0: so what do you do like if you if someone was to ask you like what is your occupation which is like a tough question to yeah. answer these days Yeah. um what would you tell them
1: uh i you just tell them i'm a filmmaker that's mm-hmm. what i say like i'm a film director like which I, is true you just yeah that's yeah. what i do like i tell them i'm a filmmaker the, I just kind of say I specialize in music videos, but I do, you know, my own thing, experimental films, all that. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, is that like, I'm also a writer. So it's kind of hard to be like, when I say filmmaker, I feel like that kind of covers it too. Cause writing is involved with it. Yeah. Cause it's like You're writing. You're making a film. Yeah, yeah <laughs> exactly. So writing was always the first thing I did. So it's, it's hard now. I'm trying to find the balance of like, I was a writer for work for like two, three, for like three years mm-hmm. and then now I'm full-time film director. So now it's kind of like adjusting to be like, yeah, I'm a, I'm a filmmaker.
0: Mm-hmm. Is I there think. anything you leave out of your job description when when you tell people, like, is there something, is there anything that you're just like, <laughs> um, yeah,
1: don't well, well,
0: do, you want, do you want an example. Uh, yeah. Okay. So, yeah. so for example, like I, I often leave out that I am a parkour athlete because okay. sometimes when you tell people you're a parkour athlete, they want some kind of proof. Okay. They're like, do a backflip. Yeah. I'm like, okay, I gotta do a backflip now. Yeah. Like, it's, it's like, I don't like, I don't want the, the obligation of, of social proof. Yeah, you know.
1: Yeah, see, I don't. You don't really get that with with film stuff because I feel mm-hmm. like I- in Vancouver, it's such a common thing to work in film. Mm-hmm. So a lot of time when I tell people I'm a filmmaker, they just ask, "Oh, do you work on set around town?" Mm-hmm. And usually I'm just like, "No, I do, I do my own thing." But I don't really like yeah more into that. That's okay. But, so
0: so let's let's stop there for a sec. That's mm-hmm. one thing I really admire about you is you do your own thing. Yeah, thank you. That's like that. Yeah. I I that is one of the highest levels of admiration I can have <laughs> for anyone. Thanks. Is is someone who is able to go through the world doing the the thing that they choose. Mm -hmm. Like you don't see a whole lot of people doing that. Like there's Mm -hmm. like lanes, you know? You can you can drive in a lane, but like also you can like fly a plane (laughs) or run really fast. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Like like, maybe that's like the like you get superpowers from creativity. Yeah. If 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 we're following that analogy. Yeah,
1: I mean I feel that I feel amazing when I get to be creative. You know, I feel so good. And be able yeah to be able to do it and just do what I want to do it makes me feel Awesome. Like I feel so good. in in the scope
0: of your life, yeah, um, do you feel more creative or less creative at this point exactly in your life? Hmm. Do you feel like you were more creative in the past, or do you do you believe that I don't, oh, that's that, that's a that's a weird it's question? A hard, it's yeah. hard to say because that's a loaded question. There is
1: definitely it's a different kind of creativity now, mm-hmm. you know, like before, like I, I remember times where it was like idea after idea after idea mm-hmm. in my head all the time, mm-hmm. but I was never executing them. Mm-hmm. You know, I was writing down a lot of stuff and I was writing a lot of stuff, but it was, it was just constant ideas and it was never like, I was never concerned if it was good or not. I was just kind of making it. Uh, but now, because I feel like I've been doing it for a long time, I know what kind of goes into it. Mm-hmm. I know what it takes for something to be good. I can recognize when it needs to be good. I, I, Take longer to execute my ideas now, so it's a different kind of creativity where I feel like I'm not getting as many spitfire ideas, mm-hmm. but I'm getting better ideas, and that actually come to fruition. Rather than just one little spark of one little thing, they're more full bodied and, mm-hmm. and fully formed. Longer form
0: ideas, exactly. And like, yeah, and that 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 takes a certain amount of attention to one's own ideas. Yeah, and and it's you kind of have to detach yourself from the perspective of other people yeah. because when you're making thing after thing after thing. You're just always in people's perception, mm-hmm. and then I lost the train of the thought that I had. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah.
1: You know, people are always are like, you can expect a certain thing?" Or, yeah, you, like you yeah, feel like people will,
0: like you, you, feel like people expect something from you, and then, yeah. and then when you take longer to make an idea, you realize that it, like doesn't matter. Yeah, you can just do it, whatever. It
1: definitely was a thing I had for a while when I first started I'm making uh, just like doing music videos and stuff. I was really occupy with getting as much stuff out as possible as fast as possible. So mm-hmm. I was just really pushing myself, I was making a lot of stuff and being really creative, but mm-hmm. it wasn't as high quality as it could be because yeah. I was just doing everything I possibly could. So mm-hmm. it was just kind of too much. And yeah, now it, it's I'm less concerned with people being able to be like meet people's expectations of releasing at a certain time, releasing consistently all the time. Mm-hmm. I'm more concerned with developing ideas and making sure they turn out well.
0: In that scenario, how do you feel about other people's expectations?
1: Um, it depends. Only it depends on the fucking day. Mm -hmm. (laughs) There's times where I don't give a shit. Mm -hmm. Like, like I can just make whatever I want. Like, this idea that we shot earlier today and... Shot with when I was, I, I've had the idea for a long time, and mm. I had uh, make, going into it. I'm like, Well, this isn't for anybody, mm. it's just for us. Mm. We're just making it for ourselves because we like the idea, mm. and I get to be completely creative. So, we're just doing one, a thing and having fun with exactly, it because I'm not getting hired to do this. Mm. I feel like I'm like, I don't give a shit what people think of it. Like, mm. I, I do, I hope they like it. Of course, I hope they love it, mm. but I don't really care, like, who takes to it. Like, yeah. I just want if people take to it, I like those people, and I'm happy that they're taking to it. Mm-hmm. Like, I just right with like, this, you're, you're
0: not like mourning the loss of the people who don't take No, it. Yeah. for
1: this one, it's like, I just want to make something that like feel very expressive and creative and it wasn't it feels very rewarding to make something like that have, you, have it, you
0: always felt that way about other people's um attention and expectations
1: um, no because there's always times when i especially when i first started out i really gave a shit what people thought because mm-hmm. i really wanted to be recognized and mm-hmm. i really want people to care i really wanted people to like what i did and that was mm-hmm. such a big deal for me because i started to make films so people would see my work because mm-hmm.
0: okay so so why did you want them to see your work because i was writing like, was, was there a certain aspect of yourself that you wanted people to see
1: in your work? Yeah. I, want, I think they wanted to see kind of just, like, what kind of weird shit I can come up with. Mm-hmm. Like, that was always a thing, is I always wanted to, like, since I was a kid, I'd always kind of, like, challenge myself to come up with the most, like, insane idea possible. Really? Always. I was always trying... Like, that's trying, always been a thing with you. Always a thing since I was a kid, trying mm. to come up with the most, like, insane thing you've never heard of before. I really wanted people to see my work, and I wanted to see them because, yeah, I wanted to come up with really creative, weird shit that's... Um, I always want to come up with stuff I've yeah, never heard of before. That's always wanted to do with people. Like I always want to see if I could. You see wanted something to, to, them. to
0: introduce something from the nothing.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly. I just mm. want to come up with when, out of nowhere inspiration. Whatever I saw, I just want to come up with something crazy. You want like, to I, share
0: your inspiration, basically. It, exactly. Yeah. That's something I did as a kid all the time. Like, did, I you, would... did you want to share the product of your inspiration, or did you want to share the source of your inspiration? The product of the inspiration. Product, yeah. I do like
1: sharing the source of it too because I love going that's to like, the history I feel, of like that,
0: I feel like that's like what religion is for some people. Like they, yeah. they're like this is the source of my inspiration. Yeah. yeah this and is... then for art, like people who make art but aren't religious, they're like this is. This is, this is what comes from my inspiration yeah yeah, yeah.
1: i think like, i think making art i mean it, it, as pretentious as it sounds is religious experience for some people you yeah know, it's a thing that they they you know kind of pray to you know they hope mm-hmm. for they're very hopeful for. that's but actually something i'm
0: i'm it. researching right now through this book it's called the artist's way okay and it's about creativity as a religion basically oh, cool so I'm, I'm doing i'm like researching it i'm like writing notes on it and yeah. stuff um i was referred to it by um a mentor of mine john Emmett tracy mm-hmm. and he um yeah he he told me about this book and I bought it now and what it's promising to do is very ambitious. So Mm -hmm. I'm like, okay, maybe let's see what happens if I do practice this. Mm -hmm. Like it, like doing things like, um, artist dates, which is like getting together with other artists and talking, which is hard to do these days. Yeah. (laughs) Um, and then going for walks, Mm -hmm. um, and then writing morning pages
1: okay yeah like just yeah. like
0: like spewing words onto a page in the morning first thing doesn't matter what you write yeah. be be cool be be whatever be vile be positive be negative it doesn't matter just yeah. write it
1: yeah i've heard that from a lot of places that writing like first thing you do in the day write like three pages at least yeah of just like whatever doesn't matter what it is yeah just write whatever
0: yeah that's that's something i'm breaking into right now mm-hmm. um so that is an interest we share maybe maybe we'll talk about that next episode yeah. <laughs> <laughs> creativity as a religion okay yeah. Um, do you have anything coming up that you want to, that you want to promote to the, the viewers?
1: Ooh, okay, I mean, the video we just shot. Okay. Uh, it's called, I think I'm going to puke. Okay. Uh, it's, I literally have no other way to promote it cause I give, I don't want to give anything away. Uh, but I'm in it and, uh, Joey is animating something for it. It's going to be fucking disgusting and I'm really excited for people to see it.
0: And so. I got to hang out. As they In- were doing that,
1: incredible help. Josh was amazing. It,
0: it was it was a pleasure. It was a pleasure. It's fantastic. Thank you so much for being on the yeah, show, dude. Thank you so
1: much for having me. Yeah,
0: and thank you to all of the viewers. James, if you're listening, awesome. If you're listening, Brody. If you're listening, Wes. Anybody, if you're any if you're any listening, thank you very much. Um, thanks for enjoying. Thank you, mom. Thank you, dad. And spank you dong. <laughs> <laughs>